Hi, and welcome to Jenny's Uncensored Pennies. I am your host, Jennifer Marie Martinez, and with me is my co-host, Adam Herrera. Hey, Jen. Hey. <laughs> this is super awkward because we're, you know, doing our whole podcast voice, but um, yeah, I just want this to be as relaxed as possible. Um, but yeah, uh, this is crazy. We're starting our own podcast. For two people who don't like speaking in front of people, yeah, that's really awkward. <laughs> yeah, and especially like listening to my voice, like it, I, I don't know, I, I gives me the heebie-jeebies or um, like seeing me on camera, you know, it's just really scary for me. So, but yeah, this is great. Um, I feel like you've always wanted to do this and it finally came into fruition. And nobody can see my face right now. <laughs> making a like sour face because i'm like i have <laughs> well i didn't you or did i just push you or what what i mean i know that i at one point i was using my instagram account um at jenny's with an i underscore pennies um as kind of like a a vlog maybe uh doing videos and just sharing my two cents, if you will, with individuals. Uh, I never really thought about doing a podcast. I distinctly remember us sitting at a bar and you mentioning that we should do a podcast and then all of a sudden microphones arrived at my house. So <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> I mean, I, I said to hell with it. I mean, why not? Like, um, just... I feel like we have a lot to say, um, and you yourself as an author and publisher, um, also working in, I mean, social services, like you have a lot to say, and um, I feel like, you know, that would resonate with a lot of people um, mm. instead of just dumping it all on me. Wow. Like, no, and there it is. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. I'm totally kidding, by the way. <laughs> well, right. And then, I mean, you with your DJ equipment, which it's everywhere, uh, what we figured we might as well put it to good use or even more use. <laughs> when you're not using it to make money, we'll use it to what record ourselves talking. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean, that'd be kind of cool. We haven't gotten to that space. Wait, what? The OnlyFans space. Wow. If only. Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyways. Um, but, yeah. Um, well, no. Like, I, I just felt like it would be uh, a cool idea, you know? Try it out. See what happens. See where it takes us. Um, and I, I feel like we can, or you can, um, interview, uh, you know, people that you feel like have... Um, a lot to say and you know you can they can you know um, share their experience um, with anything like working as a publisher um, working in social services um, any anyone that you um, think is inspirational or you want to hear their story like yeah that'd be really cool you know 
Right. I mean, I know when I mentioned it to my sisters, uh, they were kind of like, wait, what? What are you going to talk about? And then when I, I mean, it sounded like nothing really, but then it sounded like also everything at the same time. And they were just kind of like, oh, I really like that. Uh, One of my sisters works at a courthouse uh, for the city. And then my other sister is in education. So they both see a lot of things and they experience a lot of struggles. And although this podcast isn't meant to be political in any sort of way, of course, a lot of times a lot of the frustrations are somehow intertwined with political issues because, you know, being brown, being Latino, Hispanic, brown, whatever, however you want to say it, Mm -hmm. I mean, unfortunately, that's just a big part of our lives. But then also, we all work in these systems that are ultimately tied to and affected by, like, the quote-unquote powers that be. And we all feel the, um, you know, trickle-down effect when budgets get cut and all that sort of thing. And so, I mean, at some point, I would like to have each of them or or both of them on talking about, you know, their life experiences and how it affects not just them professionally, but also personally, because, I mean, let's face it, we spend a lot of time at our jobs and we get invested in the people that we not only work with, but the people that we serve and they're affected too by things. For sure. Um, yeah, like I I work in IT and um, like we like you know people are having their like uh, just like a like a personal crisis or like they um, they are just panicking that um, especially you know people who aren't um, tech savvy um, yeah like I, we come in to kind of alleviate that um, frustration um, so we're you know, we're basically like a, a therapist. We try to de-escalate the situation. Um, we're there to um, make them feel comfortable with technology. Um, we, yeah, we do a lot. And um, this that kind of work can be so, uh, I don't know, like draining in a way. Um, so like at the end of the day, you know, I'll be just exhausted or um, sometimes I'll tell Jennifer, like, oh my gosh, like I had quite the day, or she'll tell me that she had quite the day, um, where it just kind of, <laughs> I guess, sucks the life out of us, and, um, you know, mentally, um, but then it also, you know, affects, like, our like our physical health, because we just want to sink down into the couch, or, you know, into a pillow. Right, and you definitely work in one of those systems as well, since you also work in the education system. So you provide IT to teachers, um, administrative staff, and your students. So I'm sure you get to deal with not just them on a professional level, but also on a personal level. And I'm sure you see (laughs) a lot of stuff that probably shouldn't be going on, but that's for another day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, stay tuned, folks. It's a, ju- it's a juicy one. Oh boy! <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, so do you want to talk about, you know, how we met? Or yeah, let's dive into what 
we how we went from pandemic to podcast basically yeah that's so crazy um pandemic man that that was quite the time (laughs) but before that happened um we were actually working for the same agency working in social services uh and then yeah i I worked in like in the hr um (laughs) i was doing operations for uh, this um organization and uh yeah like i think jennifer came down for a christmas party or we had some sort of staff meeting (laughs) yeah we were i think we were building gingerbread houses oh my gosh and yours was a what a trap house (laughs) (laughs) i think what i loved the most about that activity is it probably took longer for admin to buy all the supplies than it did for us to put it together and then dump it all in the trash like what did they expect that these adults were gonna do yeah we were using glue right so like it was icing oh but why why do i think we're using glue well because we probably should have used glue (laughs) because i mean let's face it who eats those gingerbread houses but yeah they all ended up in the trash nobody took theirs home yeah i forgot about that man yeah i and that was fun um we were like in the same table i i think we were like right next to each other and And we were across from each other i forget i was in somebody else's group oh you were yeah oh (laughs) why do i think the story differently i don't know (laughs) wow but anyway so that was december of 2019 yeah 2019 yeah Yeah. 2019 Uh so then fast forward to march 2020 we all know what happened then um we're all working from home and everybody got closer through phone texts zoom ims (laughs) we what what were they calling it um we are (coughs) together but separate or something like that I, i forget what they were saying but um but yeah like this whole uh social distancing and um basically you know being in your own little pod um i guess jennifer and i made our own pod yeah i feel like a lot of people did that um and me being a a transplant i guess to this state i mean i don't have any family here so it was literally just me and my son um yeah so no connection to the outside world like uh, physical connection uh, or in person i should say until what you started coming over to work from here from my home uh, we're working together we started working out together and then we started drinking together <laughs> yeah that was a good time <laughs> um, i feel like there was a lot of drinking during the pandemic though boy um, i feel like we were doing beer tastings like like, weekly yeah that are you was, gonna say nightly uh, no, no like weekly <laughs> but i mean we were tasting like i don't know five beers at least but that was so much fun it like, was fun i like mean that's we, something that would be open to doing again and, and i think yeah. we have started to go out in public and actually do like beer flights to but have lo- tasters low-key i feel like we tasted them all <laughs> like no. like well like lo- locally 
Um, there have been some new breweries that have opened up that we have not tasted. True, true, <laughs> true. But yeah, I um, I thoroughly enjoyed that, and I think that's like um, one of the things like I was like so fond of you, like you're like in super into beer and um, wow. <laughs> Come on. Uh, well, and not like I'm a drunk. No, not like that. <laughs> but no, like you had the same I taste, developed like, a taste for beer, yes. Like, no. I have like, mature beer taste buds. <laughs> <laughs> no, we like had that thing in common. Yeah. You know, we, um, we, yeah, we just had fun with it. And I think that was like actually the, like one of the first times like I've ever did that. Um, I never really did that, like in you know where back home, um, where I'm, where I live. Uh, I don't know if we're are we allowed to disclose where we're from. Yeah, that's up to you. <laughs> if you say something, and then I don't know, people are gonna look for you. I that's know, up right? to you. A small city in California. I mean, yeah. I mean, I said I live in sunny California. <laughs> that's no lie. My family's like, back in Texas. I feel like it might slip out though. Uh, but anyways. Um, yeah, I, I never really did that with anyone, so it was it was fun and it was different and, um, yeah. So, but we didn't just have beer in common, no, like no, the no, taste we, for beer. No, like you you introduced me to a lot of places like sushi, a lot of places to eat. Um, got got to try a lot of different things. Um, yeah, we we worked out. We went for runs. We did weights and stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was more like of a, like a, like a mental, um, thing for us. I felt like, um, because this whole COVID thing was like pretty mentally draining. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I thought I was going to lose my damn mind. Like no lie. You don't know. Like I would literally look at the clock and be like, oh my God, this day is almost over. Thank God. And then I would wake up and be like, crap. I have to do it all over again. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like when I was when I was still working with the organization that you you worked with, um, it was kind of weird. Like uh, like working, but then we'd also have like a book club, and then we like watch movies for like you know trying try to make um, like con- try to consume our time. Um, yeah, it was just like a weird time. Um, I mean, I didn't participate in that. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you read the book either. I didn't read the book. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I still was a part of the, the book club. Right, okay. And, um, well, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a good bullshitter. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, I think I went into chat space like once. Ma- I think it was just oh, once, though. Right. I totally forgot about that. I think it was just once, and I was like, nope, never again, because, yeah. yeah, I just, that that would have been the end for me. Some of those folks, man, they're, I mean, they're, bless, bless their heart. Bless <laughs> their heart. Bless their heart. Um, <laughs> but no, I, there was cool people, like, not, not gonna lie. Um, chat space was, it was cool. And then it, it kind of continued, as soon as we went back to work, or, like, went back into the office, uh, we still continued that, and um you know over zoom obviously but it it still felt like you know we're still connecting we're still you know social distancing and 
wearing masks and all that, but um, we still, you know, like with those consumers who do live alone or, um, you know, like they want to feel a part of like a, a community. They want to feel closeness. Maybe they can't be around people because of um, some sort of illness or, you know, um, yeah, it was just risky for them. Right. And so when Adam says consumers, he's talking about the people that we served in that organization, oh, right. uh, which the demographics primarily uh, people with disabilities and elderly folks. So, yeah, lots of people that, you know, at that time, we didn't know the severity or the non-life-threatening version of COVID. We just knew what we saw on the news. And, I mean, let's face it, they just put all these scary images. And so everybody was really scared. I mean, and, you know, for some people, it really is scary to get sick with that virus um, because it it could mean death for them. But for a lot of folks, I mean, we've, I've had it, what, twice now? Yeah, I think I had it twice. I'm not sure. Um, (laughs) Once for sure. Um, And that was when I went uh, back home with you. Um, and I, and I, <laughs> oh, yeah. and I, remember that and then I came back and I was like oh oops and <laughs> yeah it was kind of weird I mean I I don't know if, what like I had a cough or like I had like allergies or something and but I, I didn't have like the actual I don't know like I, I can still breathe like I I don't know like I didn't have all the symptoms that they were saying but um but yeah like I came back and Lo and behold, um, but I mean, after that, I mean, obviously, like I got all my vaccinations and the boosters, um, but still, you know, it's even like today, it's still kind of weird. Um, people are still getting it. Um, and also like we, like we are still very cautious, but, but then again, you know, it's kind of like, uh, I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, I got it. I had it, what, again, like seven weeks ago, and you avoided me like I had the freaking plague or something. I, <laughs> I was just like, are you freaking kidding me right now? And so, yeah, right now I just coughed a little bit ago, and it's like I still have that lingering, annoying cough. Um, mm. Although when I actually was positive for COVID, I don't feel that I really coughed too much. Um, I mm-hmm. barely had, like, any symptoms. Um, yeah, I was just like kind of tired and felt like i had really bad allergies really yeah so i was one of the fortunate ones um but also okay so moving i guess moving the story along um some great things actually came out of covid absolutely uh, really great things like um you published you, you published a book right i actually published my children's book which is called dun 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 Jenny's pennies, and that's Jenny with an I, not a Y, and you'll learn about that more later. Uh, but yes, I was encouraged to do a book, and that came about because during lockdown, I actually started going to therapy again on a weekly basis. So I've been going to therapy now for about 12 years, I, I think, and um, you know, when you first, for any of those that aren't familiar with the process. You know, typically when you start therapy, you start going weekly and then that gets pushed to bi-weekly. 
uh, and then now me as a veteran, I guess if you would say, I I go, I still go every three weeks, and that sometimes seems like it's too fast or like you know not enough time has gone by, kind of a thing. It just varies on what's happening because you know life. Uh, but anyway, so during that time that I was going weekly um, was because, I mean, it was lockdown. I couldn't see anybody. And well, I was really forced to just look inward. And, and I was talking to one of my really good friends who, you know, I had shared all the things that came up for me during lockdown in my therapy sessions. And, and he's also witnessed me as a parent to my son and has known both of us for a very long time and said how, you know, he was really admiring just the the job that I've done as a parent to my son and and how I definitely gave him a completely different experience in his childhood than the one that I had growing up. And he was like, but what if you could help more kids? And so, yeah, I started working on that book. Um, and so because my book did get completed, even though that was a long process, and I can share that with you guys later as well, because, um, oh boy, that, that was very stressful and a lot of work. Um, but once it was out, then because you enjoyed DJing and used to do it every so often, uh, what, I got the great idea. <laughs> it was like, yeah. <laughs> that we should do events. Yeah. And I thought that was so cool, like, that you included me in that. Um, well, I told you I was going to, like, what, what was the word? I was not, well, pimp you out. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> like, <laughs> DJ at your service. Yes, Pretty because I, I wanted people to let us have an event at their space. But I'm always thinking, like, of course, everybody always wants to know, well, what's in it for me? Right. And who doesn't like music music exactly so that's why i was like there's my hook like who cares about children's books or whatever i mean especially in this day and age right let's be real but even like even like the better part was like you're you wrote a children's book right but you're also doing it like at like at bars or breweries so like i mean it was just genius like i I was like books and brews like like oh my gosh like that that is such a cool like thing right and then to have a dj also along with it it just made it more like um like there was just more fun in it in a way um and older like older people adults do buy children's books like they have yeah uh, somebody's got some kid in their life or maybe there's teachers or whatever absolutely and that's why i thought of it i mean i go to breweries i'm a parent my friends you know, go to breweries, and mm-hmm. most of them are parents. Uh, your sister that has kids goes to <laughs> goes out drinking, you know? Yeah. And so I just figured, well, shoot, you know, there's going to be parents or there's going to be Absolutely. somebody that has uh, some child in their in their life. And that was, uh, that was one of the, like, for me, one of the good things that came out of COVID was getting me back into uh, DJing. Because before that, um, I think I'd, I, well... I had stopped. Um, I had moved up north, um, and then that was about maybe five years ago. And then I came back, and that was like the the period that um, I hadn't 
DJed a gig in, you know, I guess like five plus years. And um, I had always had it in the back of my head, like in the back of my mind, you know, maybe I should pick it up and or maybe like, like um, you telling me that I had a DJ coming, like a DJ gig, you know, coming up, like just kind of forced me into getting back into it. Um, and ever since then, like it, it's it's kicked off and like, um, you know, these these places keep on calling me back and um, like I'm forever grateful for that. And, well, it's yeah. kind of crazy how that all worked out, too, because right before we started doing books and brews, you actually bought equipment like actual speakers of your own because one of my friends was going to, quote unquote, hire you to do her birthday party. And then that oh, yeah. fell through. That's right. Right. And so it was like, well, shoot, you have the equipment. How do we get you exposure? How do we get people to hear you? So even though, like, you know, I couldn't pay you for DJing, you know, it was like that that yeah. was my intention of like, well, people will hear you play. Well, people will see you, mm-hmm. whether it's not just the owners of the venue or the staff that work there but whoever's walking by whoever comes to the event or what have you so yeah i'm so glad that that worked out and we actually haven't had a book event in a long time and i'm not mad about it at all it's a lot of work it is a lot of work (laughs) And, Um, and like i told you i mean i you know i do feel bad for not like paying you which is why we also created the whole like what what did the, we do? The, the little signs with the uh, song requests or song requests? Yeah, QR yeah. code. I mean, which, which is also genius because like. I mean, I'm just pe- so pe- full of good ideas. Pe- <laughs> people can be at their table and not get up and have to talk to the DJ because God forbid talking to a DJ is like so intimidating. Um, which I mean, we don't mind it, but we being DJs. Yes, we being DJs. Yes, we don't mind it. Um, it's just that. Uh, if there's a song that you want, I, well, I mean, I'll obviously try to see if I have it, but if I, I mean, if I don't have it or like, if I don't play it or if it doesn't work in, like there's that like gray area where like, you know, we don't want to make that person feel bad or like, I don't, I don't want them to have like a bad experience, you know, with, um, you know, me you know being i guess somewhat of the like the vibe like i don't want to be a vibe killer in a way but uh but anyways like um yeah so the qr codes uh were were great uh you did a qr code like a qr menu or um well you made a menu but then you had a qr code for like your website contactless payment too and everything yeah and i don't think that we'll maybe these next gigs we'll use the QR code for you, but anyway, yeah, we haven't done a gig uh, for my book together, but now I'm helping. It's like we started out, you know, you helping me out by playing for the events for the book, and now I'm helping you at at your gigs. I'm like your little roadie, and I'm your bodyguard. (laughs) Yeah. I'm the person that is like, wait, you want to talk to the DJ? You have to talk to me first. And then I'll, I'll uh, tell them what you want, kind of Wait, a thing. Wait, how, how did that work? What? So, I work for you for free. <laughs> but then... Hey, I never asked to be paid. But then, I pay you now. Hmm. No, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. No, I... 
I uh, 100% like appreciate the help that you give me or like, you know, being, a, being my, my bodyguard, um, especially when there's like a lot of people drinking uh, or like, you know, they, they get kind of rowdy, like they start bumping into the table or like, like, I don't mind it, like have a great time. But, you know, there comes to a point where like, all right, bro, like I, I need someone to back me up and um, I really appreciate you helping me and deal, yeah, dealing with all that bullshit. Well, and the thing is that, I mean, I know how stressed out you get before the gigs and it's a lot of work. Yeah. And look, you make it look so easy, but it is a lot of work. And, you For know, sure. I, yeah. And you're, I mean, you're freaking, you're amazing at it. So appreciate that. people always have a good time. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, good, good things came from it. And, um, I mean, how how many books are you working on right now as as a publisher? Oh, as a publisher. Right. So the publishing company that published my book again, um, because of COVID ended up losing staff. And so then they reached out to me to come on board because when, uh, my book got picked up I was like oh well you know if you ever need any help kind of like when you don't see somebody for a long time and then you meet up and you're like we should do this again Mm -hmm. but a lot of times it doesn't happen right yeah that's kind of what happened (laughs) that's kind of what I did it feels like a kind gesture right but then I got the call of like so were you really serious and I had to make a choice and so I decided to go ahead and dive in and shoot I think well, what is, I, I don't even know. I think it's been like eight books or something Damn. later. And currently Damn. working on like eight other books. I don't know. And that's just a, a rough... Eight grumpy authors. Oh, gosh. Yeah, you get to hear <laughs> that's, about That's all my that. opinion. All right. <laughs> well, I don't know if the uh, authors are grumpy or if it's or... just me. <laughs> I just get grumpy, but <laughs> no, um, no, I, and I, well, I get it because you, you were there, right? Publishing your own, or working on your own book, working, you know, dealing with um, illustrators or you know, dealing with uh, with anything with grammar formatting. Um, I didn't know there was like so much involved in you know making out of out of all things like a, a well a children's book which is actually obviously pictures, right? Um, and instead of just like a regular book where it's just words, right? Um, but yeah, like children's books are like very, um, like you have to be very uh, detail-oriented. Um, you which have, I am. Which you are, yeah, absolutely. But um, I'm just pretty indecisive. for some for So for somebody that's making a book... Well, for There's your, a lot of decisions that I, go into that, and so it really helped me. I felt like you were, like, because it's your book, you know, right? Like, you were indecisive, right. but, you know, for when it's not your book, you'd be like, all right, this is what we're doing, this, this, and this. and But, I mean, that's through, like, your experience, right? right. Like, you, you already know what to do. Yeah. But back then, it was just like, oh, well, shoot, like, I'm, I'm not stuck, but, you know, we kind of hit, like, a roadblock. You know, let's well, they to, would say, like, well, it. what do you want this page to look like? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Just put whatever. I don't know. Yo, and, then, remember, and then they would do whatever. And I was like, no, that's not it. <laughs> remember drawing your own pictures? Lord. 
I still have them. Me too. You still have them? Of course. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Like you're you're drawing your vision, um, <clears throat> and uh, like even like I could tell what you meant by your illustrations, um, but it was really cool like seeing these uh, your, these pages come to life um, through that process, and it's crazy. Right, and so I guess what before that. Or during that whole process, I was going through my life coaching certification. And so then it was like, oh, well, I have to put myself out there. And I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm definitely one of those people that I don't like it when people sing happy birthday to me because I really don't like that attention. Although what's interesting is that when I was uh, in school, I was pretty much like in all the school plays. Mm-hmm. And I was in drama, obviously, in high school also. I was in the church choir, whatever. So, I mean, I did do a lot of things where I had to be in front of people. But as far as, like, just that whole attention put on me or, or whatever, like, I, I don't know. It, I can't describe it. It's really weird. Um, yeah, it probably doesn't make any sense because, you know, I love doing karaoke also. <laughs> Yeah, like so it doesn't make any I sense. I wouldn't be able to but... do like I can't do that. Like that's crazy. Um, and I I've seen you in action, and I mean like damn, like you you. Oh god. But it was it's <laughs> yeah okay. So I, I get it. But it it was fun. Like it was. Yeah, um... well, and that's what it is. It's for fun. <laughs> so right. So then I created um, the Instagram page the Jenny's Pennies page as, again, like my vlog or what have you, to practice putting myself out there and to Mm -hmm. practice just talking in front of a camera and, you know, seeing if anybody would even watch it or listen or if anybody would reach out and stuff. And, I mean, I got to say, social media is really weird. And then, like, my sister always says, the Internet is forever. Um, So no pressure, right? But, yeah. yeah, definitely have had some interesting interactions with people because of social media. And it was a lot easier to do videos and posts when we were in lockdown because, I mean, when you're working from home, you can pretty much take breaks whenever yeah. kind of a thing or be multitasking on whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, and when the world opened up and we all went back to work, my social media posts just definitely declined and now it's very it, I, I i can totally relate to that it is very consuming um time consuming yeah time consuming especially Energy, everything on your on your phone or on a computer you start learning like how to edit and like you start learning how to like yeah video editing and like i don't know how to do that and i'm still learning um but like yeah, I, you decided to produce a podcast. Okay. Well, now, so I learned, right? I learned how to, you know, like edit, because like I'm I'm on a, um, a radio station. I DJ on a radio station on the weekends, and uh, yeah, like I I kind of self taught myself how to um, you know download my because I, I would download videos while I'm streaming so I download that whole video and then extract the audio from it and then post it on my social so that's a, that's basically what I'm doing here so we can it's coming out as a video 
and then extract the audio and then we can post the audio so yeah like but but then again like it's you know it's not gonna be perfect um i'm still learning how to like th this is like a new um these are new waters for me so there's gonna be a, l a little bit of a learning process and i i hope um that our audience is patient with us and um, gives us feedback as well like how's our voice like how's the audio like how um like how you know any any type of feedback that you have um Ooh, be would... careful what you ask for no well <laughs> <laughs> but i mean i know what you mean we need it <clears throat> right yeah. and any and who knows we might not have an audience <laughs> well that too but then again, like we, we are going to be putting it out there and like there are multiple um, platforms that we can, you know, post this on. And yeah, um, obviously, like our loved ones might listen or they might share it with other people. And then, you know, God knows like what, you know, where it can go. Like we I think we have a lot of support and, um, you know, it. If they're if they are our listeners, like I'm okay with that. Yeah, like that one time <laughs> when I gave my book to that comedian, and then they talked about it on their podcast. Yeah, that and was they named super the episode cool. "Pennies." After, yeah, that was that was like. For me, it was like, oh my god! I was like, yeah, so excited. Like, start. I don't even know if this is the Wait, right was word. Was it like the day it's after like they did that? Whatever. Right, it was like they we saw them in the weekend, and uh -huh. then that that next episode, they did it. The, they that are, next episode. Wow, yeah, that was <clears throat> that was really cool. Um, but yeah, like he was super humble and like really stoked that you gave him a gift, and um, yeah, it just didn't feel like he, like he, uh, I don't know, like it, like it resonated with him, right? Yeah, um, well, and also, I mean, I don't know if I was memorable because I freaking laughed so loud. Because <laughs> remember he had told that one lady, like, you have a great laugh, and I busted out laughing, and he's like, you have a great laugh, too. <laughs> um, yeah, and just oh, that's right. okay. said really kind words to me, and I mean, that just meant a lot to me, especially because that's a person that um, is from my home state and you know I just kind of shares the same type of values and that whole thing and so yeah in this platform I think the same thing right that our hope is that people that share the same type of values or whatnot will will tune in um because yeah I think that we'll have something for pretty much everybody and I mean when yeah. you ask people to give feedback I mean it might not always be be good what you want to hear or right um but that that's with anything like on social media or like anything you post i mean there there will always be those people but mm -hmm. i mean that's okay you know they're they're out there you know that what would we call them um i mean like they're trolls trolls or like haters. they're hate i guess you, i guess you call it haters. <laughs> i don't know i don't know they karen's they, they just <laughs> act they act tough behind a screen right oh, yeah and you know they Oh, they like what is it? Keyboard warrior? Keep yeah, like I'm trying to think about the word, but there's I can't. There's a term. I can't. Yeah. yeah, there's a term. Anyways, um, if you know it, tell us. Yeah. <laughs> Put it in the comments. 
Um, but yeah, it, it it's so crazy. Like pandemic to podcast now. Um, like how much? Oh, so should we say? I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say, I mean, pandemic. We went from being coworkers to oh, friends. Yeah. We kind of skipped that. <laughs> <laughs> to now partners. To partners in crime. Yeah, in crime. <laughs> like literal, literally partners and romantic partners. Um, yeah, we. It, it, it's a journey. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, oh boy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's complicated. It's, it's complicated. <laughs> I said it was complicated. Oh, it was. Oh, it's okay. just hard now. <laughs> but all relationships are hard. Right. Like yeah. relationships with friends, coworkers, all relationships are hard. Yeah. Because communicating is hard. Because you know. Definitely. It's like everybody has their own personal experiences and their own triggers because of traumas and what have you. And so everybody's way of perceiving information, uh, processing information, whatever you want to call it, and then the way that they communicate, right? It's all based on past experiences and the stuff that's all just in there that we don't even know that kind of just spills over. So it's it's hard. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, it, it's work, um, definitely, and it's learning and learning from each other, learning, um, about yourself, um, being transparent, um, you know, being honest and saying what you have to say, and it, it, it's been, it's definitely been a journey for myself. Um, uh, I'm also in therapy <laughs> and that's helped a lot. Um, I actually went back to therapy about, uh, almost two months ago and, um, it's like, like Jennifer said earlier, uh, it, it's weekly right now. Um, but then I'm, I'm a rookie. You're the veteran, right? <laughs> so I'm, I'm still early in it. Um, but I'm also learning a lot and, you know, taking it very seriously and trying to do the work and um yeah I, I i feel like it like we've we've both done a lot of good for ourselves and you know like this putting ourselves out there and being on camera and like that that's that's not me like that's like my fear of dancing in front of people or like <laughs> i don't know like um, I, I, I'm just like very shy and introverted and, um, yeah, I, I'm, you know, learning on putting myself out there and it, it's, it's been very, uh, how, how do I want to say humbling and, um, I don't know, like sometimes I want to crawl out of my skin, but, but then again, I, I just force myself to do it because I know I have to do it. Yeah, definitely some growing pains there. <laughs> For sure. Um, but, yeah. Um, is there anything else we should tell the people? Well, I mean, <laughs> do you feel that we did a good job in having the pandemic to podcast discussion? or? <clears throat> um, yeah, I think so. I mean, um, like what... 
like what what's your vision for well you you said what your vision is for this podcast but like what what do you look forward to or like what what are you um most like what what, what are your fears or like what what do you <laughs> my fears i guess is that um like I said earlier, you know, I said it jokingly, but that's very true. Like people well, listen. Yeah, like what yeah. if we don't have an audience, right? Like, is then what do we do? Do we just keep doing it just to do it, or? Well, I I feel it's definitely like a slow grind, um, with anything though, right? Yeah. Like any startup or like any, um, any streamer, right? Or like any content creator, like they have to start somewhere with at zero yeah right? um but yeah it, it, it's just like the slow grind um just have to keep at it and um you know the more that you obviously put, put yourself out there um this also means you know putting content right. out on um, social media on social media to or market the podcast right um yeah all of that stresses me out it, it's work it's work it's work. And what were we talking about at one of the last gigs with the gal whose pies we love? Like, Jesus, like, it's work. Everything's work. It takes yeah. so much work. Like, just, and it's the time. The right. time that it all takes. And it's like, I feel like, uh, say by the bell, you know, Jessie, when she's like, no time. There's never any time. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Like, but <laughs> but also, like, I, I, I see these people say those things and... I, I see how disappointed they are because they really care about it or like right. they're really passionate about it. Like DJing, um, you could be a baker, you could be do a barbecue. Yeah. Like they're, you know, those people are like really good at their craft. And but then again, like, you know, it's a lot of work, costs a lot of money. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they they're like really bummed that they might have to slow down or like they might have to um they, they can't keep it up or but and you know like you can just tell like they're really passionate about it um but you know something like this like i feel like you know we can we can we can stir the pot up and see where it takes us yeah and i think that's something that the pandemic definitely did for a lot of people mm -hmm. was you know force people out of their comfort zones and and also just made a lot of people aware of like their non-negotiables right like mm. the stuff that they just will not put up with anymore mm. yeah because it was like before we were saying yes to a lot of things and then it was like all right then i was isolated for so long and i don't have to say yes like i don't need to i need i don't need your nonsense so i'm gonna do what i want to do you know, respectfully, and, you know, it's like, oh, well, I'm just going to take that leap. It's, like, encouraged people to take bigger leaps than maybe they, they wouldn't have if the pandemic didn't happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, a, a lot of people, um, like, they left their 9 to 5 and, you know, started something else, or, like, they liked working remote or like um so they could be with their family more or like i don't know like the pandemic like made us prioritize what mattered more 
or what mattered most mm -hmm. you know um like it, it it forced us to like like oh shoot like i this hobby that i had and maybe i can uh somehow monetize it or like um yeah it just it pushed a lot of people to like really think like all right what, you know what, what's what's the play here like what um what what am i what am I going to do with my life? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, because it's like we realize. Yeah, I hate it here. I'm over it. Uh, <laughs> those are inside, inside jokes. Um, because, you know, it's like we realize like life is short. You never know what's going to happen. Holy moly. Like the last three years is like a whole lifetime has passed by mm -hmm. in a short amount of time. We've seen so many things. So it's like, why not? Why not take that leap? And so here we are leaping. Together. It, it's a big leap. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> oh man. Um but yeah, I this is cool. You know? Um I really hope uh yeah, hope for the best and you know whatever kinks we gotta iron out. Yeah, and like, like I said earlier, I mean I I would love to have my sisters, you know, talk. For sure, yeah. Who would you want to invite? Uh, oh, me? Oh, yeah. no, no, this is you. <laughs> I'm just co-host. <laughs> uh, I, I, I might have some ideas. I'm, we can, I'll see. Um, I might know some What people. about Tim and starting the, de the station or whatever? Tim? Like, wait, is his name not what, Tim? What do you mean? Tim? Beats Tim? work. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know too many Tims. Apparently. Well, I said Tim. Wasn't... Tim, uh, yeah, Beats Work Radio. Um, yeah, he's the, he's the owner or like the, the main DJ for the radio station that I... It's actually based out of the UK. Um, so like we... Yeah, that, that'd be a, a cool person to, uh, to interview. Um... Yeah, I can bring on my mentor. Mentor. Um, you can bring, um, honestly, like... Bring on some veterans. Yeah, for sure. Um, ooh, those would be juicy ones. Dang. All right. <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking. Um, yeah, I, I, I do know some people. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I think I, I, I was just kind of put on the spot, and I really need to think about it. Wow. Um, no, well, not like think about <laughs> it, but I can't. I don't. I can't think of anyone off the top of my head. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, like, see that that's that's cool stuff. You know, like that's fun stuff. You know, we can do it. Fun on, stuff. Yeah, we could do it uh, via Zoom or um, Google Meet. Uh, we can do like multiple like multiple people, different states. You know, like. Um, you have your friend in San Diego. Um, that's that would be a cool one. If uh... oh my gosh, I just messaged her today and was like, "I miss you," and I think it's worse knowing you're so close yet so far away. I mean, because she was living in Italy, and yeah. so it was like, okay, well, I knew, I knew she was in Italy. You know, like I know I'm not gonna see her, and I just have to wait and suck it up. But mm -hmm. now it's like she's 
two and a half hours, three hours away, depending on what time you leave, or seven hours, depending on what time you leave. Yeah, Because <laughs> traffic. Um, no, seriously. But, you know, it's like, geez, just finding the time because there's always something going on. And, I mean, we, I still want to make that happen. But, anyway, I digress. Um, but, yeah. Um, anything, anything you want to leave the people with? Well... So I was thinking um, about, yeah, well, what's what's the closing statement or, or what have you? And I know that in my children's book, and, and this probably doesn't go with like this episode, maybe it won't go with any episode, but I think it goes with what I like to think that I stand for. And I hope mm-hmm. that that's how I carry myself most of the time, <laughs> most of the time. Oh, be quiet. You- <laughs> I have no face facial expression. <laughs> but it's just, I mean, as a children's book author, getting the opportunity of going into schools and talking to young kids, and even as, you know, a life coach and being a speaker, facilitating workshops with parents and children, you know, my message to them is instilling that their voice matters, right? And in my book, I have... You are capable, you are livable, you are enough. And so I would like to end with that in thanking everyone for listening. And until next time, remember, you are capable, you are livable, and you are enough. I'm probably going to have to have you repeat that one more time. Um, what, what what do you envision? Like, What do you think we, we should do weekly? We should probably do monthly. Um, what do you think? Oh, you want a commitment. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it gives like, you know, our, our listeners, you know, some sort of predictability or like um, they, they can look forward to tuning in next week. Right. Um, yeah. And, and that's still in the works. You know, we um, we, we have a lot to talk about. And um, I, I think that monthly is too long. So <laughs> yeah. maybe like a biweekly maybe thing. That's what I was thinking. For sure. Like bi-weekly and hoping to do weekly. Yeah. But realistically doing bi-weekly. I guess maybe, yeah, just kind of go with it in a way. You know, we, um, yeah, plan it or just do a spontaneous one. Who knows? Right. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. Um, I'm sorry about that. Uh, Here, I'll... Let, no, I'll you're let, fine. Then I'll let yeah. Jennifer finish so it no. off. So, what do you? <laughs> so, thank you for listening and tuning in to Jenny's Uncensored Pennies. Until next time, remember you are capable, you are lovable, you are enough. Peace out, y'all.